Hello, so today I'm going to be giving you six steps to energize your team about systems. Now, for all business owners, you will have systems in place. Even if you don't think you have, there will be certain systems in place. And one of the biggest problems that you have as a business owner is most of the time, the systems that you have are in your head. And that's a really difficult place to be because you're bottlenecking yourself. So you need to make sure that you are ultimately documenting your systems and processes in order to be able to successfully push forward with your business and a team. So one of the biggest issues is when you start to incorporate systems, for most people, this is when you have an established business and you have team members on board. Although I do suggest that you get systems in place from the very start of your business, ultimately, the majority of the time, that's not the case. And the biggest problem that then arises is when you start incorporating systems, into your established business where you already have team members, you can come up against some difficult conversations and ultimately get some pushback and resistance from those team members because it's change. So in order to incorporate systems successfully in your business, you need to really tread carefully and make sure that you are successfully incorporating systems into your business before it gets to the point that your your team members are really feeling reluctant about it. So this is my six steps that I recommend that you take when you are looking to incorporate systems into your business and for your team. So number one is talking about why it's a good thing. So making sure that you approach this with your team, why it benefits them. Because ultimately, a lot of the time, what you end up doing as a business owner is talking about why you want systems in place. But what you need to be doing is not only thinking about that side, but you need to be thinking about how that benefits your team as well. It could be that at the moment when your team are carrying out a particular process they get a bit frustrated with not knowing who's responsible for what steps especially if you have multiple team members so if that's the case that's a real big benefit for your team so you need to make sure that you are pushing about why it's a good thing to have systems on board and why it's going to benefit your team and why it's going to ultimately make their life easier. Number two is painting the picture of what your future business looks like with systems. So one of the reasons that you will experience some resentment when it comes to systems is because your team members have probably heard around a myth that when you start to streamline and systemize, it means that their role is going to be invalidated. Now, one of the really good things here is you need to be able to say to them, this is what your role will look like when we have systems in place. So if, for instance, you have 
employees, it could be that you are going to be generating bigger and better promotional roles that they could step into. It could be that there's a particular step in processes that they probably don't like doing. And if that's the case, you're saying to them by systemizing, it enables us to see if you don't like doing something, maybe we could automate that or maybe that step isn't required anymore. But ultimately, by saying to them that your role is still here, it just might look slightly different and it will look slightly different in a beneficial aspect, because even if you don't have employees and you have business business, so you have a self-employed person working on your team, it's going to benefit them because you could say, actually, you know, you've done really, really well with these steps, these processes. If we could get some of this automated, I would really like you to to push forward with having more of a say in the strategy or doing something else that's slightly different. And ultimately, what's that? what that's then doing is saying to them, you know, we can really push with your personal development here. We can make this role what you want it to be. Because as a business owner myself and coming from a self-employed route, being stagnant in a role can get quite boring. So by making sure that you're evolving that role, and you were offering that self-development to team members, it's going to make it a really good place for them to be and they're going to want to work there. Number three is give them responsibilities. Now, you don't want to be the person that's responsible for everything. And ultimately, your team members are going to want some responsibility. They're going to want to know that they're role is needed, that they're needed. So by giving them some responsibility means that you're not only lightening the burden for you, you are creating an opportunity for that team member, but you're also getting it done the way that you want it done because there's systems involved. So it means that you are able to push out work to the benefit of you and your team but without reducing the delivery of that particular process. And number four is listen to their ideas. This is especially true. So coming from a virtual assistant background, so I came from corporate into a virtual assistant and then progressed back into business management. And when you're a virtual assistant, or this goes as in, even if you're a PA in corporate, sometimes you can just kind of be pushed to the back and just be, they're just an admin. But actually, they have really good ideas, or especially when they're self-employed, because they would work with multiple business owners. So they would see other aspects of a strategy that might work really well for you. So by not listening to their ideas, by not asking for their input, means that you're not opening yourself up to these further strategies or the, these different ways of doing things that might actually work better for you. So making sure that you're listening to your team's ideas and you are wanting their input, and this could be ideas around the processes as well. This could be, how do you feel about this process? Do you think it generates a return? Do you 
how much time does it take? Do you think there's an easier way to do this process? And ultimately, you are then making the team member feel wanted and they're feeling that they are really needed for your business and you are having someone to be able to brainstorm with and to figure things out from someone that's actually doing that thing on the ground. Number five is to provide training. So this is something that many, many business owners don't do. They incorporate systems into their business and then they just send them out to their team and just go, follow these. There's no training, there's no discussion around what's required, there's no advice given. They're, they're kind of just thrown into the deep end and just told to get on with it. And that's a really rubbish place to be for a team member because ultimately they've had no input and they're just told to follow a process and that's it. And that can feel really boring. It can feel quite rubbish, really. So making sure that you're training, making sure that you're saying to them, these are the systems, this is how you use it, this is how it's maintained. We're going to be getting together every 90 days to make sure that the systems are being kept up to date. I would really like your input in maintaining this system. Um, and just making sure that they are... They, they're involved in the training and they're not just handed something to just be expected to get on with and do because that's usually when your business systems become redundant because they're not kept up to date they're just followed and that's it there's no input there's no streamlining there's no additional work and like anything with systems it takes maintenance and it takes additional work to be able to keep them up to date and to keep them working for your business if you're not doing that you're going to create systems and they're just going to become expired and old no one's going to do anything with them and they're not going to help you and your business and number six is prepare them don't just overload them with this is what's happening tomorrow prepare them say to them this is what we're going to be doing because it's going to really help you it's going to help us as a business to scale which ultimately then means that your role with us can scale too and making sure that you are involving them in the ideas around that so making sure that they are prepared and they're not just tucked into this situation is really, really important in making sure that your team don't become reluctant to the idea of having systems involved. So they are my six steps. I hope you have found them really, really helpful. If you are looking to incorporate systems into your business, then do pop me a message if you're stuck with any aspects, if you're not really sure where to go. My whole idea around systemizing is to create modern systems. These are systems that aren't just documented on a document, filed away. No one ever pays attention to them because going into it is just an overwhelming list of instructions on a Word document that takes loads of time to read and figure out every time you're doing a process. We don't want that. 
We want systems to be able to work with us. We're online businesses. Systems have evolved. It's like anything, but so many people are still working what I would call the old system way. And I don't want that for our clients. I want our clients to feel comfortable with their systems and to have systems that are working for them and that are sustainable to be able to help your business to scale. So if you do have any questions around systems, if you'd like any advice, any guidance, then pop us a message. We're always happy to help. And until next time, bye.